Welcome to Simplify Refocus. I'm your host, Jaron Fox. And this episode, we're going to be talking about emotional eating. Now, I know what some of you are thinking and going, what on earth is he talking about at this time? What is emotional eating? Well, first of all, I want to put a disclaimer in here that I am actually using an article online uh, with helpguide.org. And it's talking about, uh, the title is Emotional Eating and How to Stop It. And the reason why I'm using this as my uh, my blueprint, as my guide through this episode is because I don't think I'm going to be able to cover this kind of material as good as this article is. And this is by Melinda Smith, Lawrence Robertson, and uh, Jean Siegel. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, it, it, go on Google, type in healthguide.org, emotional eating, and uh, hopefully you'll find this article. It's a very good article, and I'm not going to just read it verbatim or anything like that, but I do want to cover some of the points that they put in this, and I think this is very helpful. And here's the reason why I want to cover emotional eating. So from the very start of this podcast, um, one of the reasons why I want to create, wanted to create this podcast is because I'm trying to hold myself accountable. Uh, you know, whether I have one listener, five listeners, 500 listeners, 5,000, whatever it is, I, I'm doing this. One of the main reasons is it's it's for me. It's to hold myself accountable, to keep bettering, bettering my life, uh, to keep my get my life simplified and to get it refocused. And one of the things that I have picked up on myself that I've been wanting to work on is emotional eating. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I, um, when I'm working, I work from home. And so when I'm working, man, I'll get stressed about something. And the next thing I know, I'm in the kitchen with the refrigerator, got half something, you know, whatever, half eaten or already before I realize what I'm doing. And I've been picking up on this pattern, and I've uh, I've identified it that it was an emotional eating, that I'm just going into the kitchen because I'm upset, I'm stressed, I'm this, I'm that, and so I'm finding myself right there in the kitchen. I've already got some food in my hand. I'm already chowing down. I'm like, wait a minute, I ate just like thirty minutes ago or an hour ago. Why am I eating again? <clears throat> and so, what is emotional eating? And so this is something I, I'm I'm trying to work on with myself. Um, we, we turn to food for comfort, for stress relief, or to reward ourselves. Um, and we tend to reach for like, uh, junk food, sweets, or some other kind of unhealthy food. And, uh, they pointed out here like a pint of ice cream or a, or a pizza or whatever. And we're finding ourselves eating all these things. And of course that leads to weight gain and then we don't feel good. And then of course that stresses us out. And then that makes us eat more because, you know, it's, it's anyway, it's this cycle. And they ask a few questions. Do you eat more when you're feeling stressed? Do you eat when you're not hungry and when you're full? Uh, do you eat to feel better? Um, do you reward yourself with food? Um, do does food make you feel safe or do you feel powerless or out of control around food? 
Um, so those are some questions to kind of identify, do you kind of deal with emotional uh, eating? And this is the cycle, and they got a very nice diagram here. Um, something upsets you. Then you uh, feel like you're uh, over, uh, you feel an overwhelming urge to eat. You eat more than you know you should. You feel guilty and powerless over food. And then you're back to something happens that upsets you. And it's this cycle just over and over and over again. And they, they wrote about part of this article of the difference between emotional hunger and physical hunger. Because I, I don't, I, I mean, maybe you already know, but I, I didn't really know. I couldn't really identify it until they laid it out. And they laid it out in a very nice, organized form here. And they said, emotional hunger comes on suddenly, while physical hunger comes on gradually. You know, you're just like, oh, suddenly, man, I'm starving. What, what happened? I wasn't hungry like five minutes ago. If it's suddenly you're hungry, it could be emotional hunger. But hunger usually, just true physical hunger, comes on gradually. Emotional hunger feels like it needs to be satisfied instantly. I need to eat right now. Physical hunger, you can wait. I mean, I'm hungry, but I can wait for a little bit longer. Emotional hunger craves specific comfort foods. Uh, for me, man, it's pastries. I I'm wanting an oatmeal raisin cookie. I want a slice of cheesecake. I want uh, a cheese danish. Um, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, that's what I'm craving. That's what I'm really want. Or apple pie. Oh, love apple pie. You know, I'm craving those things. Well, the ones I just listed out, they're not good for me, all right? Uh, but I'm, I'm craving. Those are the things I'm craving for. And I kid you not, I've tried to, you know, watch what I'm eating. And I'll, I'll say, okay, we're, I told my wife, like, we're not going to have this, this, and this. We're not going to have any sweets. I'm staying off of breads for this week or whatever it is. Well, then I get stressed at work. And you know what I'm looking for? There's all these vegetables and fruits and stuff that my wife has fixed up and got right there for me. I don't care. That is not what I'm looking for. I'll go into the cupboard and I'm like, mm, no, mm, no, no, nuts. No, I'm not craving nuts. I'm looking. And if I was honest with myself, and sometimes I've had to ask myself, what am I craving? What am I wanting right now? Why am I in this kitchen? Well, I want a cheese Danish. Or I want an apple pie. Why? Right? So emotional hunger. Uh, physical hunger is is open to options. So um, it's open. It, you, you know, you can want vegetables. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That, that sounds good. I'll, I'll eat that. No problem. Emotional hunger isn't satisfied with the full stomach. Um, I, I've had it many times where, man, I just ate. I just had lunch just a few minutes ago. And then now I'm hungry again, or at least I think I am. Physical hunger stops when you're full. Oh, and by the way, side note here, this is not an article, but they say that once one when you're eating a dinner or, or eating a meal, uh, the moment you start kind of feeling like you're full, or you're starting to think that you're getting full, stop. Because you were full 10 minutes earlier. Um, and so this past 10 minutes, whatever you ate in the last 10 minutes is above what your body needed. Just an FYI, just something I, I heard years ago. Um, emotional eat, eating triggers feelings of guilt, powerlessness, and shame. While physical hunger, um, it, it's eating to satisfy physical hunger, it, it doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. So if you ate a meal, you didn't feel bad about what you ate, 
Um, you probably just satisfied your physical hunger and you moved on. If you feel bad, you feel powerless, you feel ashamed or guilt or something like that over it, then there's probably some emotional eating in there. All right, so now let's talk about the triggers. Triggers of emotional eating. Stress, uh, uh, I can go ahead and tell you that. I didn't even have to read this article to tell you that. Uh, and neither did you have to hear me say it. Um, stress, stress, stress. You know, we, we sometimes will reach over some for something because we're stressed. Um, we also maybe out of boredom, you know, maybe we just don't feel like, you know, our mind is not engaged in what we're doing. Excuse me. We're not engaged in um, the activity or whatever. And so that's sometimes why a lot of people eat. <laughs> Excuse me again. Uh, why we eat in front of a TV. And it's because our mind is really kind of bored because it's just we're being entertained. Um, and so we're just munching on stuff because it gives us something to do in the background of our brain that fills up and takes up, you know, the that that space um, and breaks up that boredom. Uh, maybe it's a childhood habit. Um, maybe, um, like they listed out a, uh, did your parents reward good behavior with ice cream, take you out for pizza when you got a good report card or served you sweets when you were feeling sad? Uh, these were habits that were created to, uh, created, uh, when you were a child, um, that could carry over into your, um, um, adulthood. So it's, there's like a nostalgia, um, uh, to it. <clears throat> Social influences, and of course, this goes for drinking too. Um, I, I I don't drink liquor, um, but what I have heard from people that maybe has and, and so forth is, you know, is there is the social influence. So same with food, is you know you want to be able to sit down and eat a, a meal with people. You know, you want to, uh, hey, let's go get something to eat together. Hey, let's go, you know, put something on the barbecue grill. You know, whatever, because you want that camaraderie. You want that social interaction. And you know that one of the ways to do it, whether you're consciously or subconsciously doing this, is that you're you're using food to bring people together. You're using food to uh, bridge the gap maybe with your social circle. Um, those are just a few things that they kind of listed out of reasoning for it. Um, and they give some alternatives uh, to emotional eating. Um if you're depressed or lonely, call someone up, talk uh, talk to someone, uh, play with your pets, uh, maybe uh, go through a photo album or, you know, um, of course, I'm going to add, you know, clean the house. Um, cleaning the house, man, like when I felt down, um, you know, if I just the day that I'm just I'm just down, you know, I would take me a shower. I put on some nice clothes, clothes I normally wouldn't wear around the house. Um and, and then I'd clean the house uh, because I want to change my environment, drink some coffee, you know, whatever. And I would do a combination of that, put on some uplifting musics, put some uh, uh, upbeat music, whatever. And I do all of that because the atmosphere that you live in dictates a lot of what, what you're going through emotionally. And so clean, refresh yourself, fix up your hair, wash your face, you know, all that, you know, to, you know, in, enhance your environment, your atmosphere, and it, it will help you. Um, back to the article. So if you're anxious, um, expand your nervous energy by dancing to your favorite song, squeeze a stress ball, or take a brisk, wall, uh, brisk walk. Um, I like the walking. Um, uh, we, we, my wife and I will walk around the subdivision, or I'll walk down to the mailbox. 
or something like that. And that does help. And one of the biggest things is, is getting outside and getting some fresh air. Um, I, I know sometimes the weather doesn't permit. I know maybe your job doesn't permit it or whatever, but when you can, uh, step outside, make sure you step out in the sunlight, get the sun on you. Um, and, um, uh, get some, take some deep breaths, take five deep breaths and uh, see if that helps you. Cause I just helped me many times. Um, if you're exhausted, you know, treat yourself with a hot cup of tea, take a bath, light some scented candles or wrap yourself in a warm blanket. Uh, don't go to food, uh, go to some other alternatives. Um, if you're bored, read a good book, um, explore the outdoors, um, do an activity that you enjoy. They listed out woodworking, playing the guitar, shooting hoops, scrapbooking. Um, I think that really does help. Uh, the problem that I have, I, I, most of the time for me, my emotional um, eating is coming during work hours. So, you know, I can't go just pick up a good book. I can't just um, go start woodworking, you know, or something. I mean, I'm, I'm work. I'm on the clock. Um, and so... For those that maybe you're you're dealing with it with work, then I would suggest um, getting up off your desk uh, or change you know the environment, change rooms or something like that. Change your environment. Um, if you can put some earbuds in, great. Um, turn on a podcast, turn on some music, um, and then um, get away from your desk. Uh, step away from the environment. Uh, go talk to a coworker. Go get you a drink of water, step outside the building, get you a few deep breaths of fresh air, um, I, I, or um, drink you some water. Um, take, you know, five good sips of water. Um, you know, these little things to kind of bake br break up that cycle. So if it is stress, if it is boredom or whatever, and it's during work hours and you can't do a lot of these other things that people suggest, do the things that you can. Um, some of you, maybe you can read at your desk. Okay, well, read, uh, get on a YouTube, uh, a video or something, you know, do something to basically engage your brain, engage your emotions, to engage your physical body, your, 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 uh, breathing, whatever, to get rid of the stress, to bring it down a notch and to stop thinking about food. Um, and then the last thing that they kind of list out here, cause we're running out of time cause I'm trying to keep my episodes to about 15 minutes, um, is put off eating for five minutes. So if you fill in that craving, at least put it off for five minutes. Maybe you can't get up and get fresh air. Maybe you can't leave your desk or whatever it is. Put it off for five minutes, put you a five minute timer on and then put it off for five minutes, put it off for five minutes to basically break up the habit. <clears throat> then of course, um, you know, ask, check in with yourself. Is this really physical hunger, emotional hunger? And then, um, and I, I would say this too, if you, if you are finding yourself, okay, I'm giving in, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm eating something. Okay. I shouldn't be eating. I know it. I know it's emotional. I just know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. Then, uh, go ahead and maybe have some prepackaged pieces. So like if it's, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, uh, let's just say it was donut holes. Okay, I'm just using something here. Let's just say it was donut holes. That is what you go to every single time. If that is the case, then get you some little containers, some little uh, uh, Ziploc bags, and put one or two each bag, each container. 
And so each time you do it, instead of just grabbing the whole box of the donut holes, you already have prepackaged. So limit yourself. Don't in, oh, you know indulge in it. You know, little f several, just uh, five or six potato chips that's in that Ziploc bag. So each time you're stressed, you're only grabbing the five chips, the two donut holes, the um, you know whatever it is, and you're grabbing just that. You're not got the whole box, the whole bag sitting in front of you because you'll go right through it before you know it. And breaking it up so that okay. I taught myself to just eat two. Okay, the next time you're stressed and whatever, oh, I'm, I need to eat, I need, okay, I just ate two. And if you do that about, say, three or four times in a day, well, you ate six to eight donut holes that day. Is that good? Oh, that's, that's not too good. But when you look at that, you ate the whole box in one day versus just six, Yes, you made a lot of progress. You came a long way. Um, and so hopefully that's helpful. That was not an article, but that's just something that kind of came to my mind. That even if you are going to indulge and you are going to eat and you know it's emotion, you know you shouldn't, then go ahead and pre-plan and say, hey, I'm just going to, for the next few weeks, this is how I'm doing it. It's only five potato chips. It's only two donut holes, whatever it is. Then pull back four potato chips, one donut hole. You know, do that for a few weeks until you stop reaching for that every single time. Anyway, hopefully this was helpful. Thank you for listening, guys, and we'll see you uh, next time.